Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals, brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, San Antonio Business Journal Managing Editor Ed Arnold is joined by Katie Harvey, founder and CEO of advertising giant KGB Texas, to reflect on how the pandemic has transformed our daily lives and how we interact with our colleagues and our clients. So, Katie, this is a statewide podcast, as you know. And so uh, if, if you're in the business community in San Antonio, you know KGB Texas. I think just about everyone who is anyone in San Antonio and probably in, in Austin as well knows KGB very well. But as we're talking to a statewide audience, let me um, let you introduce yourself and introduce KGB and sort of explain the services and, and what you all specialize in. Of course. Well, thank you. And thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Actually, we are celebrating our 27th year as KGB Texas, uh, 27 years in San Antonio and, oh gosh, probably 22 years in Houston as well. We have really grown to a statewide presence. A lot of our clients, while they're national, are typically based in the Texas region. And um, we are we started as a public relations firm. That's exactly where we started. And as we continue to grow and develop relationships and trust and delivering on you know promises with clients, we really grew our services. So we added you know advertising many many years ago. And then we also added the media planning and buying. We also added the creative services. And then we've really expanded on our digital and social presence as well. Our digital strategy, social strategy. And we moved into new offices here at the headquarters um, in San Antonio and redid a warehouse and actually built a production studio. So a lot of the content that we build for our social clients, we can actually do it here. And um that allows us to, you know, turn things more quickly. We don't have to outsource. Really, the only thing that we outsource is polling, research, focus groups, those types of things where we've got really valued and trusted partners that are absolutely dedicated to that space and are a great resource for us. But it used to be where advertising agencies, PR firms were very separate or you had very separate uh, departments within the organization. And, you know, we really play in the space of, you know, the the peso model, which is the paid, earned, shared, and owned. And our teams aren't divided into advertising and PR because really as we communicate with audiences and, and work with brands, it's not divided that way anymore. It really is pushing content and connecting with people and using different platforms and utilizing those platforms in different ways in order to connect. So that line between earned and paid is is very different than it used to be. Sure. And with 27 years in, you've changed with that change in the industry, right? I mean, when you started, it was very simple, but as it's moved along, it's been more and more complex. And as you mentioned, the dissemination of various platforms that you have to now keep track of, no one's able to get through by print and broadcast. You know, they're certainly part of the blend, I'm sure for you, but you really have to think about things on a multiple channel route when you're promoting yourself, when you're promoting your clients. So what's been the biggest area of growth, biggest area of change you've seen just over the last, say, two years or so? Because I've certainly seen social media explode in a different way over these last two years. And I'm sure from your angle, you've seen it as well. But but what other sort of items in that round have, have changed most for you recently? 
Well, I think reaching people where their passions lie is increasingly a a challenge. It's very much more diversified. People skip around on platforms. Loyalty to the old days of this is my television station and and this is who I trust. You know, people used to put a very, very high level of trust in the folks that delivered news for them, for example. That was your, your trusted source. And it's just really changed. What I find interesting, and this is me personally, is that while the number of digital experiences socially and, and, and otherwise has increased so dramatically over the last several years, I think that even before this pandemic, but then especially during this pandemic, the craving and need for human interaction is higher than it's ever been. Um, You even saw it at South by Southwest a few years ago, where typically the conversation and the buzz was all around technology. That's what's the next video game. What's the next technology. But recently it's been more about how do we connect on a human level? And I think we can all agree that going through and upending in chaotic 2020 and even into 2021, we're struggling with that. Um, We're struggling with it as a society and and we struggle with it as marketers. And it's also one of the reasons why, um, and I just want to kind of go back many years ago, we kind of looked around at ourselves and said, what are we really, really good at? And what are we not good at? And we found that as a company and as individuals that make up this company, we're not good at working with clients on transactional propositions of just being a transactional brand. We do well, perform well, and deliver when we have clients that have consequence in the community. Clients that are taking their their goods and products or whatever it is and doing things for the betterment of society. And that's something that when I look at our social media marketing for clients and our recommendations, knowing that we have a presence on social and digital platforms for good versus not for good makes us feel very good about how we uh, approach our, our clients' digital marketing. And I mean, we can we can all sit around and talk about the things that have gone wrong that we see, you know, being discussed and, and all of that. And, and we are at a time that we have to be so incredibly careful because if anyone watched Social Dilemma, which I'm sure many people that are listening to this podcast have, it's a frightening proposition, very frightening. And We have also allowed that and allowed technology to kind of overcome and take over our lives. And you can't really put the genie back in the bottle, but you can be intentional on how do you utilize it and how you utilize it for clients. Yes, absolutely. And that building of community, I think, really resonated with me, what you just said there, because I've noticed a lot of companies here in San Antonio, across the state, across the country, have a lot of them have found success by building their own communities, whether that's through content creation or the branding is so strong or the public outreach that they're doing is so uh, connects with their, they may not have as wide a net, perhaps if they were doing like mass market advertising, but these niche you know, podcasts, for example, I think uh, in San Antonio, the Black Rifle, they're not local, but the Black Rifle Coffee Company, which, you know, I think we've heard a fair amount about recently, has developed a really good following through their own production in-house. And I think that you see more and more brands and businesses and nonprofits and public entities building those communities on their own, because you're correct, there's a very big thirst out there for those sort of missed shared experiences, and we're trying to recreate them online as best we can. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think one of the keys to doing that and doing it successfully is a brand's got to be authentic. You can't try to be yes. a black rifle coffee and, and have the, the personality that that has and therefore generate the following that it has if it's not authentic all the way through. And we've told clients before too, you know, if you're not what you say you are on the inside, all marketing will do is accelerate your failure. So if you're authentic and it is something about how, you know, how that brand lives, you're going to capture that community. And you're also going to find people in the places, as I said earlier, where they have their passion and being able to, to connect because we all work, we all do the things that we do to provide for our families. But really at the end of the day, you want to connect with something that you're passionate about. Those types of successes, because they are, they're authentic. Right. Absolutely. And having an authentic voice is it's tricky, I think, anyway, uh, because in order to have an authentic voice, you need to speak, you know, your full opinion and with your full being, if you will. But at the same time, you, you need to present as broad a message that works for your clientele, whatever that group may be or whatever that message might be. So it's, a, it's an interesting balance to make sure that you are being yourself while also keeping your message broad enough to welcome as many and who may be, you know, having separate views or at least having a different opinion, keeping a welcoming atmosphere. If you, if you get my meaning. Right. And I, and I have seen clients, you know, that have, it was authentic to their brand to wade into some pretty touchy subjects over 2020. Right. And then others that, you know, not everyone needs to jump into a volatile conversation or a difficult conversation. Right. Some do, some don't, but kind of to your point too, and, and that's for a corporation or a cause or, or a brand, but also personally. And, and, you know, personally, I changed my I think my utilization of, of social media, particularly personally with LinkedIn, and I started writing some blogs and really it was about my faith and, and faith in leadership and how important my faith is to me and how it's not separated from my day-to-day -day life and, and the day-to-day -day life of, of KGB Texas and, and all of that. And it was a really big and difficult decision for me to be so public about that. But it was very true to who I am and where I am in my journey with my relationship and my religion that I just felt like I needed to do it. And, and that's a risky, it's risky, but you know, you do, you have to be, whether personally or as a brand, authentic. KGB Texas CEO Katie Harvey joining San Antonio Business Journal Managing Editor Ed Arnold. In our next segment, Harvey offers perspective on authenticity. When Texas Business Minds continues. I'm Rich Gregasco, President and CEO of Texas Mutual Insurance Company. To everyone who has been hard at work providing the things we need during this crisis, we say thank you. You truly are essential and we're proud to be on the job with you. More at TexasMutual.com slash on the job. Continuing our conversation on Texas Business Minds, as San Antonio Business Journal Managing Editor Ed Arnold welcomes KGB Texas CEO Katie Harvey. 
with authenticity comes some vulnerability, right? That's part of the nature of, of authenticity is that you're, you're allowing your feelings to be open and that, that makes you vulnerable, right? It's, it's an interesting, it's funny. We kind of end up in the language of psychiatry to some degree there, but it's, it's appropriate. It's appropriate. And it makes, it makes sense because even if we're talking about individual communication, are we talking about big to small, it, no matter the size, those same feelings and interactions all come into play. Uh, that brings me to a, a follow-up because, you know, not only are you working with businesses, you manage a, a large office yourself. You've moved into a new office and set up new production in the middle of all of this difficulty. How's it been keeping your own team together? How's it been keeping your own group, your own tribe connected and with each other? What's that been like for you? It's been emotional. It really has because especially in the first several months, we were racing frantically to help brands pivot and re-message and, you know, figure out how to do it and, and shooting television commercials in the middle of a pandemic, completely remote and, and running so fast. But at the end of the day, I sent an email every night to the entire team of encouragement and, you know, of, of, of just remaining calm and remaining focused on on each other and and it was it was emotional and, and it was very it was very hard because it was exhausting we've all been through that and, and there's a spectrum of emotions that everyone has gone to where you know hey we're, we're gonna go home for a little while on Tuesday we'll probably be back next week and and here we are almost a year and We've done a lot of things to to really keep and keep our team together. The agency purchased a meditation app for everyone in the company so that they could meditate on their own time because it was something that they they collectively, you know, really wanted to be able to do. We did some for a few months. We also did a trainer that would work out at seven o'clock in the morning and 12 o'clock at noon. So you could catch a workout either if you're a morning person or, or not a morning person. We have a buddy system so that every person in the agency has a buddy and we check in like I my buddy is is um, one of our account coordinators in Houston and we have a coffee or go for a walk or something like that every other week. And it's it's not about work. It's just about connecting and making sure that we're healthy and, and that, you know, we're feeling okay and, and all of that. But, you know, I, I also kind of joke because it's, it, it really was, it was like, okay, God, what is it that you have in store for me? Because I literally signed the lease about three weeks before the pandemic and we moved in here in June and, you know, have this beautiful 10,000 square foot office space and only a third of us are, are here at a time, but that's okay. It's okay. But, you know, I also, we were very lucky because as I've said before, too, it felt like God spent 26 years preparing me and preparing this company for this day because the the mix of clients that we have, we just didn't miss a beat and they needed us and we were there for them. I certainly could use some pointers. Uh, I'm, I'm also like, you know, working to keep the team together, working to keep everyone connected, you know, trying to keep folks on the same mission, you know, feeling like they're not all on their own. It's, it's a difficult thing. And, and of course, you know, you and I and all the other managers out there and other companies are not separate from it. Like we all are trying to figure out ways to make sure that this team that we feel responsible for understands that we still care about them, even though we can't, you know, touch and see them the way that we used to or the way that we became accustomed to. And I suspect, you know, every single client that you're talking to is dealing with those same kinds of issues. And I think one thing that brings 
teams together like that certainly has for us is by focusing on what the mission is and what's the most important thing to you. Right. And, and I imagine that that's been something that a lot of your clients have been thinking about over this last year and talking to you about, which is, you know, there's a lot of stuff we were thinking in 2019 that just isn't important to us the way it was. So we're going to refocus what sort of, as you said, you said that the, the um, one of the things that made the, the business work best is when you're working with someone who has a, a vision or a, a mission that you can feel connected to, not just, you know, a campaign of some kind. How have those missions that you used to be, you know, you were driving behind missions as well in, in 2018 and 2019. How have those missions changed in 2020 from the clients? Is the, have they been different or has it been just about trying to keep together? Has it been like trying to hold the ship together as much as anything? I really, because we went through an entire planning season for our clients for 2021. We do that, you know, towards the back portion of the year. And believe it or not, it wasn't about, hey, we, we got to just figure out how we're going to survive. I feel like most of our clients are very innovative. And I think this pandemic has caused companies to either innovate or die. I really do. And it's been inspiring to be able to be alongside them, uh, you know, in their in their vision. I mean, even for us internally, too, I've watched over 27 years how we've been able to pivot into things very fluidly, whether it was being at the forefront of social media, we were right there. But even when we all had to go remote and we have some very large public entities that needed to communicate on a mass, mass basis and, and couldn't do stakeholder groups. Groups, couldn't do all those, you know, individual type of small group settings. So we introduced new platforms and technology that allowed them to reach thousands of people on an individual basis with things that were of interest to them. And, and I was really proud. I mean, over the last year, we've probably executed 50 teletown halls, reaching tens of thousands of stakeholders. And, and that took innovation on the team and really thinking through. So I've been very proud of the clients and very proud of our team of, I think, diligently over-delivering for them as, as partners. It's great to hear. Yeah. And, and I think that's been the case, too. I've really watched some remarkable, innovative thinking happen over this period of time. People who've been able to do things. You know, it's funny. We, we for years, were waiting for the day when video conferencing would sort of take uh, off, if you will, like, you know, the video conferencing. I think we still all long for the connection of handshakes and conference rooms to some degree, maybe more than we would have before would make us appreciate what we miss. But the adoption of new tools and the adoption and, and the, the need, the innovation for necessity has really been remarkable to watch on in every industry, frankly, in every industry. So what do you think? I mean, we're all hopeful that 2021 is going to be a, a, an improvement over 2020. Everyone's got their fingers crossed. But what are you looking forward to this year? And what, what are the some of the things you're anticipating, both for KGB and just for your industry in general? What I would say is, I think, continu continued innovation. I think continued dialing in on how we target people, how we reach people. I think, you know, it's it's ever more sophisticated on a regular basis, which means it's ever more challenging. Years ago, when it was just, you know, our traditional means of advertising and traditional media outlets, there wasn't a lot of learning that had to happen on a regular basis. I mean, you, you had billboards, you had radio, you had television, you had print. And that, you know, there wasn't as much learning on targeting. Now, we work with our partners to continually understand 
What is the latest? How are we competing against other brands? And how are we doing against that constant analysis? You know, it's it's full, it's a, it's a full circle of establishing those key performance indicators and then delivering against them and optimizing, you know, every time. So it's it, it moves so much quicker than it than it used to. But I love change. I love getting better and continual improvement. And I'm energized by that and, and energized too by the team that we had because also, you know, with the with the younger team members, social media, for example, and understanding how to manage brands and work with brands on the social media side, it's not a task. It's not something they really learn. It's something that they embody every day, all day long. It's very much at the core of, of who they are. So it's it's very natural. And it's it's fun watching those types of things evolve. Thanks to KGB Texas CEO, Katie Harvey, for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Texas Business Journals and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas.